It's nice to be with you. I have prepared something just for you, a reminder that good wins. Regardless of the challenges you face or whatever may be happening to you in this world, goodness prevails. Good things will happen to you and for you. I can only imagine that you're very busy. Right now, you're probably in the middle of several things, juggling many responsibilities. Your time is important. I want to make the best use of it. I've set my clock for 15 minutes. That will tell me that our time is almost up and that I need to close. I now invite you to rest for a moment. Set aside your cares and concerns. May our time together give you comfort, assurance, and hope. Does it seem to you that life feels upside down? The world around us, and sometimes within us, is in chaos, turmoil, and heightened uncertainty. If ever there were a time to remember and embrace a simple phrase to regain control and stability, it would be now. I recently saw a sign that said, Keep calm and eat chocolate. Another reads, Keep calm and call your lawyer. They seem to be everywhere. There's even, keep calm and don't annoy the lunch lady. Messages that are different, but have a similar theme. They are cute, clever, and catchy, exactly as the original was intended. No doubt you've seen the original. Designed with a purpose many years ago, keep calm and carry on was created at a difficult time. A time of loss, pain, suffering, and yes, uncertainty. Maybe it's time to dust off this message, as it can prove useful today. The title of my message today is Carry On. The year was 1938. World War II had just begun. War raged in Poland, Norway, and France. The horrors of conflict were spreading. It seemed inevitable that England would be pulled into the war. The British people were afraid, panicking. News of pending disaster and unrest was prevalent. There was a sense of dread, fear, and despair. The British government knew that people needed a simple reminder, a touchstone, that no matter how dark, how awful things appeared at the time, their country and their freedom would prevail. What was needed was a campaign of public information, a common message to rally around. England longed to be normal, happy, content, carefree. Does that sound familiar? But what could any one person do? How can one person make a difference when all around is in disarray? To do nothing in times of disaster is to feel powerless. The British government knew that. 
They chose not to ignore or deny the situation, but to urge everyone to do their best to rise above it. Instead of being pulled into what is bad, find the good and aim for it. A campaign was begun, a campaign to lift spirits and rally around a common goal, to get to a better place, a return to peace and freedom. Life may be dark today, but light will shine once again. Goodness will prevail. A slogan was needed, something simple, easy to remember, and words that each person could identify with. Done correctly, these words would be more than a sentence. They would stir emotion. The right words would engage hearts and unite souls to join together. What words would do the job? Not just words, but sentiments. Two key messages. People long for something to do. Tell me what to do. First of all, avoid panic and attend to life as much as normal. Panic plays into the enemy's hand. Panic and fear turn people inward, away from each other. Second, know that fear paralyzes. Fear steals everything good, joy, love, happiness, even life itself. What the British needed years ago, and perhaps what we need today, is a simple message to eliminate the natural reactions of fear and panic. Looking back, the message seems obvious. Keep calm and carry on. Do you see a parallel between England in the 1930s and life today? Are you faced with some of the same thoughts? Fear, panic, worry, or concern for the future? If so, carry on. But how? It sounds so easy to just say, carry on. As with most things that are important, it starts in your mind. Believe for something better. Believe for good. If you're not sure what to believe in, do this. Believe in yourself. On any journey, it is unlikely that your feet just start moving. The journey begins in your head. You decide in your mind to take a journey, and your mind tells you when to start and where to go, almost like autopilot. Your mind has tremendous power, often untapped. My lowest point was during my divorce. There were days I didn't know what to do didn't know how to go on. On top of that, it seemed like other bad things just kept happening to me, like being kicked when you're down. I felt like I was falling apart. At that point, carry on meant the simplest thing I could do, like getting out of bed. Most days I did. And when I did, I wasn't really there, not really alive. I felt like I was faking it living someone else's life. Showing up was the next step. I showed up for my kids. I showed up for work. I showed up at the grocery store. People tell me I was there, but I honestly don't remember. I felt numb. 
but I was carrying on. And it was enough. Progress was slow, but I was moving forward. Toward what? I wasn't sure. In the early days, the destination was too uncertain. Sometimes, carry on means going through the motions. One day may seem like the day before, or the same as the last thousand days, but you are moving. And you're learning. You're gaining valuable experience for the rest of your life. That's the key. Do something. Carry on is an action phrase. It gives a simple direction. Keep it simple and do the next thing. Then the thing after that. Another example. In high school, I wanted to be on the stage crew. I had no idea how to get there. One day, I heard that tryouts were being held for the annual musical play. I showed up. I had no intention of being an actor, but I figured since the play would be in the auditorium, where the stage was, I should at least show up. Eventually, someone pointed to me and said, What do you want to do? I said I wanted to be on the stage crew. Moments later, I was. Showing up was enough. I soon learned that the school paid the stagehands for running the sound and the lights. They didn't pay the actors, the actresses, or those that sang in the chorus. I got paid doing the thing I loved. I spent three wonderful years behind the scenes of musicals, productions, and events. How many young people enter college with little or no idea of what they want to do? No end goal in mind. But they show up, and doors open, because they took a step. How many people do you know that entered college for one thing and ended up doing something completely different? Or people who go on to work without college. They move from job to job, eventually finding the one that fits them best. Because they carried on. They didn't stop moving. They saw a door open and then walked through it. Carry on means to move forward. One step at a time. The first step doesn't need to be mighty. In fact, it probably should be relatively small and insignificant. Just take it and celebrate. Then take another, and on and on. Back to my divorce. The next right thing for me was to get some help for myself. After a long time resisting a self-help group, I attended a 12-step program. I went to therapy. I read the Bible. Each of these steps were the right steps for me. You will develop the right steps for you. I added a few others and created a list, seven right steps that have proven to make my life go better no matter what I face. I draw on some or all of these seven things whenever I need them. I will talk more about my list of seven at another time. The point is for you to find the right things that work for you. Find them, believe in them, and work them, and watch as your life gets better. Taking the right steps, choosing the right things, 
means avoiding the wrong things. What is wrong? Well, fear, acting out, despair. Don't give in to whatever you consider to be an enemy, anything evil or bad. Don't give in to imagination, for what we imagine is often much worse than what is or will become real. Giving up is wrong. Listening to others who say you're not good enough or that you can't have the life you want. You know the wrong steps. If you start to take them, stop and turn around. Head toward what you know is right. Your heart and your mind work together to determine the difference between right and wrong. You will know your next right step. Right and good are related. Choose good. We've talked about two simple words, carry on. Let me add two more words. Good wins. These are slogans. The phrase isn't the power. Your mind holds the power. The phrase is simply a reset button to redirect your mind's energy and attention to winning, victory, goodness, and a future that is better than where you might be today. May I speak to you from my heart? The environment of England in the 1930s exists again today. People were afraid, panicking. News of pending disaster and unrest was prevalent. There was a sense of dread, fear, and despair. They sought assurance that everything would be okay. I want to provide that confidence to you today. Darkness is temporary. Whatever is happening today is temporary. You are not destined to move from disaster to disaster, from crisis to crisis. Bad things will not follow you like a dark cloud. Put one foot ahead of the other and carry on. Believe in something positive. Believe in yourself. Good will win. You are strong. You can discern between what is real and what is imagined, what is good for you and what is bad for you. Take in more of the former and less of the latter. Life offers many distractions. You can choose which are the ones you want to spend time on, the good ones, and which distractions you will avoid, the bad ones. You have a bright and prosperous future. Don't be distracted. To do the right thing means to not do the wrong thing. Resist the temptation to overthink. Do the next right thing. Don't rush. Don't ignore the world around you, but don't be swallowed by it. A wrong thing would be to listen to those who say you can't do what you want, can't be what you want. My wrong thing has always been believing I wasn't good enough. Don't look to the left or to the right. Do not let the events of the day, bad news, or thoughts of what could happen steal your attention or your energy. Keep your eyes on what lies ahead of you. 
Your mind holds tremendous power. This power can be used in forward or reverse. It can move you ahead toward what you want or cause you to move backward to what you don't want. The choice is up to you. Tell your mind what direction to take and your life will follow. I believe in you. I have confidence in you. Use my belief to help you move forward toward the life you desire. Carry on.